were floating around the universe for the past 20 years. Ooh, we're passing Earth again. Push the button! <laughs> we're home. <laughs> I don't think we're in the 90s anymore. I just got the new OFO 9. 10? It's so realistic. The 21st century is a very dangerous century. I'm gonna find some episodes of the Fatheads. That's been off the air for years. This show is all I have. We're going on an epic quest to find the great Ralph Bighead. Let's go. <laughs> Ralphie! Why don't you go back to the 90s where you belong? Yeah! Oh, that wind came out of the wrong end. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. And I'm Andrew. And this is episode 123. We're talking the Rocco's Modern Life Netflix special, Static Cling. It's finally here. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Long wait. Yeah, I'm glad it finally came out. I was starting to get a little worried that it might never see the light of day. Yes. Uh... But Netflix seems like it makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Uh, it seems like the right place, maybe, for this kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and we, uh, we're we recording this, you know, a little, a little bit after the release, but Zim, by the time this is this episode is up, uh, Zim will be out. Uh, and so uh, we look forward to that. Yeah. Um, we got together, we watched this. A couple other regular yeah. BOCers were there. Chris was there, Candice. But, uh... Um, did you watch it again? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad that I did. Yeah. Uh, I just, not that I didn't like it the first time, but I just, uh, I guess I, it really came together for me the second time. Yes, definitely. I feel like between like the excitement and like processing, yeah. it's it's definitely a movie that moves really fast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's like a lot to take in. And so the second time was, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I liked it a little bit more. Um, so we're gonna, spoilers and all, Yeah. uh, we'll definitely be spoiling it, so if you haven't seen it, jump on Netflix or, you know, borrow someone's account, uh, and check it out. Um, before we do that, you know, I thought this would be an interesting opportunity to do This Month in History, Mm. even though it's not quite over. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Static Cling premiered on Friday, August 9th, 2019, and this has been just a very busy month. Uh, like, even just looking at it, I'm like, Wow. Uh, so let's look at August of 2019 so far. Uh, Saudi Arabia announces new rules for women, uh, including allowing them to travel independently abroad without male guardians' permission. Very good. <laughs> Definitely good for Saudi yeah. Arabia. Yeah, I'd say let the ladies travel. <laughs> um, singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour becomes the most attended and highest-grossing tour of all time, overtaking wow. U2 after 893 days on the road. Wow, that's pretty it's amazing. Like three years almost. Yeah. Does that count as one single tour? <laughs> I guess so, if it's just called the Divide Tour. Yeah. Um, doesn't somebody else do that, though? Like uh, Bob Dylan or Never Ending Tour or something? Uh, 
Uh, mm. Mm. Questionable. <laughs> yeah, Ed Sheeran might be pulling more people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a. Um, this is true. On August 2nd, uh, a seven-year-old boy was operated on after it was discovered that he had 526 teeth inside of his mouth. Wow. In India. <laughs> and there's x-rays. Like, if you look up this story, yeah. it is, like, sci-fi. That 526 teeth. Um, were they, like, inside his head? Or Yes. Most of them were, like, in his, I don't know, gums. Yeah. I mean, but uh, and they were, like, all sizes. Like, mostly, like, uh-huh. very small. Like, looks painful almost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you look like you're in pain. I just imagine like getting all those taken out. Just, yeah. Ugh. Oh boy. Yeah. So very strange. Uh, happy I found that story though. Yeah. Uh, of course, and if you live in the U.S., uh, the the more like prominent storyline so far this month have been the shootings. Uh, so in El Paso, and then uh, in our home state of Day- uh, Ohio and Dayton. Uh, so those were two shootings that occurred. Um, it was confirmed on August 5th that July of this year was the hottest month ever recorded in, um, at least according to Europe's program. Wow. Um, so. Like, uh, the history of temperatures being recorded. I think so. Yeah. 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 So make of that what you may. (laughs) Uh, the largest single state immigration raid, uh, in the United States was conducted as nearly 700 people were arrested in Mississippi. Um, I think like 650 some uh, were were uh, arrested by ICE. Uh, Wanda Vasquez becomes Puerto Rico's third governor in a week after her predecessors uh, were removed, or one resigned, one was removed by the Supreme Court. Um, a weird story in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of feel good because they got like what they wanted, <laughs> like you know they wanted the guy out and he yeah. left, but now it's yeah. like they what do have we do no now? system yeah. in place to. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. Um, renowned author uh, Tony Morrison dies. Yeah, heard that. You I like? I don't think I've ever read any of her books. I've definitely not not her books, but I feel like I've read. Um, did she do poetry? I thought. Oh, maybe she's primarily a poet. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that. <laughs> Neither yeah, of us are Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. A, a nuclear accident in Russia occurred uh, at a testing site. Um, killing five scientists in mysterious circumstances was described mm. as mysterious circumstances. Yeah. yeah. I've been hearing about that for a couple of weeks through yeah. the news. Okay. Uh, weird, weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. Chernobyl all over again. <laughs> HBO needed a season two and they made it happen. <laughs> uh, a typhoon, uh, makes landfall in China, killing at least 32 people and 1 million people are evacuated. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, on August 10th. And then, uh, of course, the apparent suicide of Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein, who is um, awaiting trial for sex trafficking charges, but uh, you know, perhaps politically pretty significant. Yeah. Uh, but who knows what happened there? Very weird situation. <laughs> that's just I 10 don't... days of August. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> the worst 10 days in history. Um, yeah, pretty rough. Uh, TV, uh, two shows that will be premiering this month. Uh, the Dark Crystal, uh, which I mm. think will be on Amazon, which is kind of a reimagining of the original. I've, the early reviews are that it's really cool. Mm. So uh, okay. we'll check that out. And then some a show on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones, which is by the people that made yeah, um, Vice Principals <laughs> and uh, Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, John Goodman, <laughs> uh, Danny McBride, Walter Goggins, yeah. big fan of him. Very strange. Yeah, uh, but... <laughs> Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff lately. It yeah. Seems like. Yeah. 
Hmm. Um, and uh, show's ending this month. Uh, Swamp Thing? Did you ever catch that? I didn't even realize it was a show. <laughs> I mean, it's semi in my okay. wheelhouse. Yeah. But well, that's weird. I guess so. Uh, HBO show Divorce is ending. Um, Legion. Um, uh, Legion's this... very good. I have not seen it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotta, gotta watch it. Okay. Uh, the CBS show Elementary, which I believe is the like Sherlock Holmes oh. take. Mm. Uh, and then finally, one of my favorite shows of the last couple of years, uh, Baskets, will be oh, ending this month. Oh, man. Yeah. This Zach is the end. Yeah. Yeah, I've loved it. Really uh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Uh, I mean, if you like Zach. Oh, it's, even if you like Zach Galifianakis, it's a little weird. It's a little yeah. dry. Definitely <laughs> yeah. a particular type of humor, but just like. I don't know. It's like really moving too at the same time. So yeah. it's like a weird dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, music. Well, there's only been one number one single since April. Wow. Longest number one single in history now. You know? What? Uh, that old town road. <laughs> yep, that's it. That old. I have <laughs> not heard it. By Little Nas X or Little Nas the Tenth. We're not sure. <laughs> uh, do you know? You're familiar with? Oh, this? I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. And yeah. big fan. Um, I get why it's a giant hit. Yeah. It's a perfectly written pop song. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus is on it. Yeah, I yeah. heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this this might be like the first song? Well, I guess that's this big that the artist only has this song or only had this song when it came out. Yeah, he just well, yes, definitely. I mean, the al- his album I think came out like last month. Uh. Uh, but he just seems to keep remixing it. Like, so he keeps asking like big artists, like, do you want to do a remix? I think this guy knows, like, I got to cash. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. yeah. Um, but Sorry. his story is kind of a cool one. Like, it sounds like he had nothing absolutely like just broke. And within like, I think he said like within six months, he went from having negative $4 in the bank to <laughs> being like a millionaire. Wow. Yeah. So, well, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other albums to be released in August uh, uh, this month. Um, Slipknot. Wow. Uh, Sleet. Is it Sleater Kinnery or Slater? Sleet. I guess I always said it Sleater. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they got an album. I think it's their last. <laughs> uh, Tool. Um, Taylor Swift. Uh, Cheryl Crow. Brockhampton. And the iconic Rick Ross. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, number one movies. There's only been. Uh, one number one movie so far this month, and mm-hmm. I don't, you know, who knows what will come, but uh, Hobbs and Shaw of the Hobbs. Fast and Furious oh, franchise has really? been number one for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, haven't I, seen that. We'll probably never see yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also came out this month, uh, Stories to Tell in the Dark, which I am interested yeah, in. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the creatures look cool. Mm-hmm. Angry Birds 2, Good Boys. <laughs> Uh, 47 Meters Down, Blinded by the Light, which is that Bruce Springsteen mm. movie. Uh, Ready or Not, which I'm very excited about. It's like kind of a clue type Oh, that does look good. Uh, movie, yeah. yeah. Like a horror type thing? Yeah, it, it pretty much they're trying to kill the... Yeah. This girl marries into the family and they're just trying to kill yeah, her throughout yeah, the night. Yeah, that uh, looks really good. Yeah, right up my alley. And then um, Dora and the Lost City, which is, ah. of course, Nickelodeon content. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard... Uh, uh, things about it. <laughs> You've heard it's come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in video games, Madden ninety, uh, Madden NFL twenty is the big one for the month. But I also saw that uh, there's a Friday the Thirteenth game on Switch. Um, hmm. came out. That's been out on other systems. Maybe oh, okay. they just put it on Switch. Okay. But, uh, 
<laughs> interests me. But. Yeah. Well, uh, busy month, even though it's only halfway over. Uh, yeah. But uh, statically, yeah. Let's just get oh, into boy. it. Boy. Yeah. Let's. Um. So the special starts twenty years after the events of Future Schlock. <laughs> And really, really big man uses his nipples of the future to take us forward to the present day. For those who are not maybe familiar with his future schlock. Um, It's basically the last episode. I mean, it's like the capper of the original series. Yeah. Uh, It didn't air last. But I think chronologically it's last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's great. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah. I always loved that. But it sends them to space. Yes. Conglamo, right? uh, Yes. They get... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> caught their Rocco's house gets uh, stuck on the conglomo rocket and it gets launched into space yeah um and they change some stuff here okay. um coming into this i rewatched that just to refresh myself mm-hmm. with what was going on um and uh they kind of messed with the timeline a little but okay um, i don't know we can talk about that um so Rocker, Rocco Heffer and Filbert are still floating around space, preparing to watch their favorite show, The Fatheads. Yep. But after 20 years of watching the same three episodes, the videotape finally dies. Wishing they could get back home, Filbert notices the remote for the rocket that propelled Rocco's house into space is stuck in Heffer's butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, in a movie that I think is actually very funny... It, it was kind of one of the few gags I didn't love. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like... <laughs> it's just... It just felt kind of lazy. Like, yeah. Uh, like, obviously, he's been going to the bathroom and stuff for the last 20 years. It yeah. just felt like a weird throwaway. Like kind fat of. joke kind of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I, I like... I, I Well, I really, really like this movie, but that was a joke. Yes, I agree. Just, yeah. um, so as they're floating past Earth, Heifer and Filbert press the button... And the rocket shoots the house back into the atmosphere and onto its old plot in O-Town. Yeah. In what amounts to, uh, I think, a new intro, basically, in my mind. Um, the gang is so excited to be back that they run around tra- town trying all the new stuff. Yes. And uh, they kind of get sucked up into, like, the original uh, opening sequence. Yeah. It's like this... Well, the In the first trailer they released, they show a lot of the sequence. Yeah. Um... But they're like just kind of hyper to be back on Earth. They're trying um, Buzzbucks, which yes, is Starbucks, Buzzbucks. and uh, Ophone. Um, you know what is the equivalent of like a monster type energy drink? Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, they're just. But I love the meshing of like this is kind of the theme song. Like it's there's no theme song playing, but it is just the opening sequence. It's yeah, a, it's, it's like a seamless m- mesh of the two. Yeah, it is really like. Like wacky, like almost like the wacky Rocco cartoons, where they're kind of like um, just getting a little more out there, but it just blends right into what's going on. It's, yeah. it was it was good. Yeah, it was done well. I liked it. We're home. <laughs> Let's frolic innocently in nature. Uh, fellas. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're in the 90s anymore. Check it out! I got 
the new O Phone 8. Big whoop. I just got the new O Phone 9. This is a phone? But where are all the buttons? Ten? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> My old job. Uh, where's the door? Where are the comics? <laughs> Whoa! This food truck sells pizza tacos! I got a wiener taco! I got a taco taco inside another taco! What did you get, Rocco? Food poisoning. Um, so, and I like the, uh, just the way they changed the title sequence. Uh. You know, it wasn't like re- ultra different, yeah. but uh, like the the shots that you would know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're like there, but modernized. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got what are some of the things like you got uh, like the the streetway with all the people overlooking it. Yeah. In this case, they have like not like. Symbols. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's different people, and there's um, uh, there's like uh, cameras chasing him yeah. instead of. Uh, Whatever was happening in the original, now I, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. He was running, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I also like that uh, morph into that hand, that like title really sequence cool. hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that too. Um, okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So unable to cope with all the changes, Rocco shuts himself in his house and searches the TV for his favorite show. But when Mrs. Bighead comes to check on him, she tells him the Fatheads has been off the air for years, and Rocco has a panic attack. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ed finishes another day of work at Conglamo and drops off his profit report. But, (laughs) so like, during this whole chaotic them re-entering the Earth's atmosphere, we see Ed at his calculator, distracted by the rocket, and the number goes drastic, uh, like a big number, all the way down to zero. So whatever Ed's done to his paperwork is off. Yes. (laughs) So a mistake in his report bankrupts the company, unfortunately. <laughs> this might be one of my favorite sequences uh, in the whole episode. Just like the panic of Conglamo yes, uh, when they think is. they're going out of business. Um, it's it's like that uh, unbridled panic that like Rocco is so good yeah. at of just like meltdown city. <laughs> like intercut with that scene of... Um, Ed driving and just so yeah. happily singing, <laughs> yeah. just joyfully singing. Um, yeah, that was weird. Uh, that's, I guess, the only song really in this. Yeah. Um, and I you didn't hear, like... you hear the recycle song for a, yeah, yeah. a quick second. <laughs> um, I didn't love it the first time. Second time, I was more okay with it. Oh, okay. Ed song. Yeah. I mean, I like you it. know, <laughs> I liked it because it was so. Um, it's so classic Ed Big Head of like. If there's a good moment, yeah. if he's having a good moment, you know just something terrible yeah, is going yeah, to happen to him. Yeah. Oh. That is good. Um, unfortunately, uh, Conglamo is like the only business in O-Town, so their downfall also sends O-Town into a depression. Um, as a result, Mr. Big Head is fired, his house is set to be demolished to make room for a new unemployment office, and to top it all off, he finds <laughs> out that Rocco is back and staying for lunch. Yeah. 
Lamenting the loss of his precious fatheads, Rocco asks the big heads if their son Ralph, the creator of the show, can mm-hmm. help him. They, who, who we meet mainly in uh, two episodes, right? Wacky yeah. Deli and I Have No Son? Yeah. yeah, Classic episodes. And, and a great character, Ralph Big. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. They explain that Ralph left to find himself years ago, and they don't know where he is. But when Rocco suggests they could make billions of dollars reviving the old show, Mr. Bighead agrees to pitch the idea to Mr. Dupet. <laughs> Mr. Dupet is thrilled to take credit for the idea, but he won't let them get Ralph involved, instead opting for a cheaper solution, the Chameleon Brothers. Yeah. Perfect uh, use of the Chameleons. Truly perfect. Uh, just... They just move their team in to make what you know is going to be a terrible (laughs) rendition of the Fatheads. (laughs) Convinced that the Chameleons will ruin the Fatheads, Rocco tells Mr. Bighead to stall the production while he goes to find Ralph. Mrs. Bighead shows Rocco postcards Ralph sent them from all around the world. And not knowing where Ralph ended up, Rocco, Hef, and Phil buy a drone to travel the globe. Yeah. Um... Just want to note the drone use. Uh, I don't... I, I feel like it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, it's a little... It's a shortcut. On the nose, I guess. But, yeah. Or like a little too modern or something. Well, the segue too, where they're watching TV... Or no, they're... Uh, they're Spunky's on the internet. Yeah, yeah. He's on O-Tube. Yeah. And uh, that video comes up, and it's, it's, it's a little bit of a weird segue. Yeah, definitely. Um, but... Uh, there's a lot of moments in this actually where I uh, like had to go back after something happened where I was like, "Wait, how did that happen?" <laughs> I mean, when when I did go back, it like always proved pretty yeah. reasonable. And I wonder but, if they weren't. I wonder if they, when they were making this, if they didn't have the mindset that this was going to air on a block of Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where they felt like it has to be 44 minutes. Yeah, yeah whether they would have slowed down a little bit. Cause yeah. Part of me loves how fat, like, it's it feels like kind of an adrenaline rush yeah. of Rocco, mm. which I like, but at the same time, I'm like, boy, I would have loved to see more of this universe. Yes, definitely. Um, after looking everywhere they can think of, they crash and become stranded in the desert. As they begin to hallucinate, an ice cream truck pulls up, and the driver... Is none other than Ralph Bighead. Yeah, perhaps the uh, for me the like weakest story like uh, transition in the episode. Like just Ralph, Ralph just up? happens to pull up in the middle. Oh, I love that. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have a bigger problem with the drones going around the Earth. Yeah. Than because like I don't. I guess it's absurd, but it seems kind of lazy absurd, yeah. where, like, <laughs> Ralph driving through the desert in an ice cream truck is perfect. Like, I, guess, <laughs> just, I guess it just felt like they could have thrown in a little tiny detail, like something that would have just wrapped, like, made that... Like what? Like, I'm on my way to... Uh, man, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I, <laughs> something. something. Right. Um, so, Rack... Rocco tries to convince Ralph to bring back the Fatheads, but Ralph is content selling Fatheads Freezy Pops. But when Rocco explains that the Big Heads are going to lose their house, Ralph agrees to help. Get off my truck, Rocco. If Conglomo doesn't have a new hit, then your dad will lose his job. But most importantly, your parents will lose their house! Okay. 
Okay. I'll do it for my parents. Where to? Cotton Bruno has Roger. Away we go. We see a little sequence of him get um, kind of like emotional, just thinking about his house. Even though the segment itself is not very sentimental. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like because this. I mean, I think a huge part of Static Cling is playing on nostalgia. Like, what does oh, nostalgia yeah. mean to people? And uh, so that's what appeals to Ralph is like, he doesn't really like his dad, but uh, the house has meaning. And I mean, it was kind of like him being with his parents, yeah. just a good memory. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, uh, I think they did that really well. Like used kind of like used that to point out what about nostalgia is really good. Like what is really important about it and what's surface level stuff. I guess, yes. You know? Yes. And it definitely, the episode addresses both for sure. Yeah. Like it, I don't think it has a, it's definitely not in favor of nor against. Yeah. It's, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, but Ralph has changed since I last saw him. He is no longer Ralph, but she is now Rachel. Yes. And this has been what's probably been getting the most news. Yeah. Um, about about the special, which is it has a transgender character. Uh, and I heard an interview with uh, Joe Murray, who said it was always pretty much in the plan from the start, and that Nickelodeon was weary, but definitely they said go for it. But wow. um, that they had to actually work with Glad, which is yeah. the, the official kind of organization for all sorts of groups, but transgender. Uh, and so they had a, a, a consultant on the movie to make sure that yeah. Rachel was done yeah. respectfully. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, the lady, the um, the head of Nickelodeon who agreed to that is no longer there. Uh, so I wonder if maybe the new big wigs said, eh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do really like this uh, development. Just And it feels like weirdly natural for this. Uh, I, it's my... It's my favorite part of it because I like there's it's weirdly about a lot of things. I mean, it's about nostalgia. It's about change. It's about capitalism. Um, But like the it didn't feel like they were just doing the transgender thing to do it. It felt like here's an example of the way the world change changes and how people deal with that. Yeah. Um, Um, Not just like the shock of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Ralph's Rachel now. Yeah. And I liked uh, Ralph being the character yeah like it just felt uh fitting yeah somehow i mean essentially it's he sounds like ralph which is joe murray uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) great voice (laughs) uh he's just wearing a dress or she is wearing a dress and uh high heels and uh i love rocco filbert and heifer's reaction which is just like what like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) this is cool all right let's go Well, when they get back to Conglamo, the Chameleon Brothers' fat heads is a disaster. <laughs> oh, it's so good, the sequence. <laughs> it is really good. Um, and Dupet finally decides to hire Rachel to create a proper special. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the yeah, sequence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how would you describe it? Like, um... It's like a CGI, like, (laughs) fat heads if it was done, like, ten years ago, probably. Even longer. Like, like, the early days of computer where, like, they're experimenting with effects. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's really just 
a perfect yeah. moment in this. Uh, and really good use of just like dumb looking effects. To, yes. Yeah. yeah. Which we should say that um, Rocco, this movie was done in the original fashion. Yeah. Of, animation yeah uh, no digital um it looks great oh did you say no digital you confirmed yeah done wow. uh joe murray okay. in the interview i listened to said he won't work wow uh, like okay. if he does if he works with the studio they have to agree that he does it that yeah. way um yeah it looks great yeah uh the i mean it looks like updated a little yeah. bit but yeah. still really good still in the same style basically yeah um and one thing that i loved in this was the backgrounds yeah background that's so nice to have those back like the yes. hand done backgrounds very ah. cool love it yeah. arnold did that really well um yeah those are great um unfortunately mr big head can't accept the changes in his child or in his life and as a result he and rachel quit the project heifer and filbert aren't having much trouble adjusting to the new world but rocco feels just as lost as ed at this mm. point Later, Rachel remembers the great time she had with her parents as a kid, and she uses it as inspiration to create a new cartoon from the back of her Fathead's Pops truck. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I like that, too. Like, you can do that. Like, that's not even that crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you could do a project <laughs> from your truck. Right? Yeah. You know? um, l- later on, Rocco and Mr. Big Head confront the winds of change. Mm-hmm. Which is literally a cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of uh, in the same vein as the Christmas cloud. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. The one that is trying to snow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminded me as well. Uh, when Heifer calls to tell them Rachel finished the cartoon and they're whisked to the premiere. Yeah. The special is a huge success. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and even Ed comes around when he sees his daughter's tribute to her parents. Yeah. Uh, he kind of, like, they... In the Fathead special, they kind of, he kind of, or she kind of recreates that moment, like, with his, with her parents yeah. as a kid. And yeah. then they actually come together on the stage to embrace, which yeah. is nice. Uh, and the Fatheads, little brief Fatheads was good. Yeah, you know? yeah, just <laughs> I mean, just the right amount. Yeah. Not, not too much. Uh, although Rocco is not pleased with the, yes. <laughs> the new, uh, yeah. the new rendition. He's the only one that can't stand the new show yeah i love uh, those shots of like just watching him be miserable yeah. while everybody's going crazy yeah. i felt um even though the message is brock was wrong here i felt a strong kinship to um all this the reboot culture yeah, yeah. and me not loving it yeah uh but the episode does point out that things have to change yeah i yeah it was weird like see feeling it from both sides in one Thing, yeah where yeah. it's like man i can i feel rocco but at the same time like you know when we originally I watched it i was sitting there being like man i feel like joe murray is making fun of the exact thing <laughs> that like we like yeah yeah <laughs> but he's not totally doing that he's um they're, they're straddling that fence yeah up. and like, he and he said himself like i know there is no rocco without the fans and yeah. i you know so and it's it, like a what's too much thing like how much is too much right um, yeah uh, but seeing all of his friends having such a good time leads Rocco to realize that change is okay. And there's no, like, um, internal crisis. It, it, Rocco's just like, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which for this seemed really appropriate yeah. to me. It was like, that is the reaction of this stuff. It's like, you freak out and then you realize 
when you put it in real perspective everything's like, more important than this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah all right, who yeah, cares? yeah um uh, as mr dupet comes out to celebrate the success of the special the runaway rocket slams into conglomo <laughs> and carries Perfect. the building back out into space raining money over the crowd love it <laughs> One <laughs> one of my favorite lines of a guy who's just grabbing at the money, and he says, "This is the fruit of capitalist redundancy." <laughs> um, yeah, felt like everybody kind of learned their lesson about change and uh, what have you, and then like that little political commentary that you felt like they just had to work in yeah. of. Uh, you know, no, the rich shouldn't just <laughs> reap the reward here. Yeah, yeah. This is everyone's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really love that. Um, yeah. Um, man. Really? And Mr. Dupet's launched into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's floating out there still, yeah. as far as we know. <laughs> um, yeah, really good. Uh, it ends kind of just like with the credits, the classic credits, yep. which I, I liked. Um really there's it definitely was not uh there was no lulls for sure no it was just like a just crazy almost like <laughs> the opposite of what's the problem with a lot of stuff like the pacing is just so slow on a lot of things yeah but this was like almost almost too fast yeah like just keep up with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um no i loved it i loved i loved the message that you know the only constant thing is pretty much change and that uh, how you deal with that change yeah. is kind of all that matters. Yeah, that was a really good way to tackle the current time. Yeah, I think especially because like when you when at least when I saw the trailer originally, I was like, okay, they're gonna like poke fun at modern yeah. modern times, and that in itself was fun. Yeah, I was like, okay, let's see how like going to the movies theater of this like. Th- you forget that like 3D movies had become somehow <laughs> yeah, yeah. important again, even though it was this weird 50s and 60s yeah. thing. And, you know, Rocco getting so real, he gets punched in the face. and So, like, that stuff worked. Yeah. But then that they found, like, a um, even though it's all silly, they found a deeper way to kind of bring it together. It was cool. Yeah, It definitely. felt thoughtful. It I, did. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really liked it. Um, well, do you want to talk about uh, some of the stuff that went into it? Yeah. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, I took a look at one voice actor on this because he was new and I know of him mm-hmm. outside of this. Yeah. It was strange. Uh, his name is Steve Little. He did various voices in this episode. You know him probably from... Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals. Oh my gosh, yes. He is so good on Eastbound and Down. He's uh, Danny McBride's friend, right? Yep. Well, yep. not really, but kind yeah, of his yeah. friend. Um, he, uh, it was weird that like he's on, he only did like weird voices on this. Yeah. Uh, just like random people. Uh, it's almost <laughs> like they're like, who's the best? Like this was the biggest guy they could get or something. But I appreciate him. Uh, uh just another kind of thing from that Joe Murray interview. He said like a lot of people called him voice actors, like when they heard about the project, like saying, oh. like, "If you want me, I'll, I'll do it." Wow! So they must have wanted him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this guy's great. Uh, yes, he's very just like super weird, but yeah. so good in everything he's in. Uh, he's also done voices in Camp Laszlo and oh. Uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. And the marvelous misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, okay, no, if you ever saw that, no, I've never. Great show. It. Okay, very weird. Um, 
but uh, besides that, like there was a few people from the production side that did some random voices on the show. Cool. Um, and otherwise, it was pretty much the main cast. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they got everybody back, right? Yeah. I mean, um, he he mentioned that um, Doctor Hutchinson. I forget the vo- voice actress's name, but she was very hard to track. He said. Oh, really? He said like she was just off the map. <laughs> wow. Uh, I looked at her. Um, IMDb page and it looks like she's done just like a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. But I did notice um, her mother we briefly see um, the widow Hutchison. Yeah. Uh, The voice actor for her died in Uh, the meantime. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Well, this episode uh, is directed, of course, by Joe Murray, but also co-directed by a guy named Cosmo uh, Sergenson or Sedgerson. Not sure. Sorry, uh, but he's done eight episodes of Pig Boat Ban- Banana Cricket. Uh, he is the in the movie. He is the pillow salesman voice, which is one of my favorite reoccurring jokes in the movie. Which is throughout the movie, there's just a guy with a cart of pillows, who's you know just saying culturally ambiguous pillows. <laughs> uh, so he did the voice of the culturally ambiguous pillows. Uh, he worked on the art department of Camp Laszlo, another Joe Murray show. He's on the art department for SpongeBob. Uh, and he was the production assistant on one of my favorite movies, uh, Ed Wood. Oh, wow. Yeah, kind of weird. Huh. Um, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit about Cosmo. Uh, trivia? Yeah. Uh, actually, this is loosely trivia, but I just wanted to uh, address the time frame here. Yeah. Uh, so they say at the beginning it says 20 years later. So I, but at the end of Future Schlock, that's actually 17 years in the future from when oh. Rock, from like the kind of end of the show. So if you thought about it, it'd be like 37 years later? Yes. <laughs> it would end up being 2033 if that's the okay. case. Okay. Um, but uh, also just wanted to address that, that in Future Schlock, everything's like super advanced like yeah. in the future but in this it's like modern day advanced uh, mm-hmm. okay so yeah. just a little yeah. weirdness that i can <laughs> accept but it kind of annoys me yeah um well some of the stuff i had uh um i noted that uh, and this is just me assuming maybe but uh in the movie um filbert's O-Tube name is uh, Fishsticks96. Uh. <laughs> uh, and that's the year Rocco ended, so I thought maybe oh, that's why they used 96. Um, Joe Murray said that uh, when, when he was asked if he thought maybe there was more Rocco stories to tell, he said and they he thinks there's a lot of lot more Rocco to tell. Uh, he said actually they had trouble narrowing down what stories to tell uh. when they were trying to think of it. Um, and he said the biggest thing to him is how well the characters held up in the 21st century, which to him was the ultimate test. It, yeah. They felt it felt relevant. Yeah. Um, other other things that just pop up here uh, in the movie. Oh, as mentioned, this was um, instead of using like computers or tablets to do this, uh, this was actually storyboarded by hand, uh-huh. uh, which is. The, I guess unheard of pretty much now. Um, the picture in the Fathead's home at the beginning is a picture of a real person on the wall. I don't know if you remember. Oh catching yeah. That. Do you know who that is oh, on the wall? I yeah. Um, man, I I know I have it. Uh, Mister. 
I forget his last name now. Lawrence. Phil, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, okay. Philbert's yeah. voice. Yeah, so that's him on the wall at the fat head. It's just funny. Uh, of course, there's an homage to the classic 90s Nickelodeon orange tape. Uh, the fat yeah. head's tape is orange. Love that. It's beautiful. Um, um, I'm not going to go through them all, but there are a lot of... I mean, almost every character feels like that was in Rocco shows up. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, I don't know if you're going to... I have some favorites okay. that I just okay. noted. Okay. Uh, just some of the ones that I noticed that I really like were Fruitcake Man, Mr. Smitty, the Eye Doctor from Skid Marks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Peaches, Dr. Katz, Crappy Jack. Yeah. The Wild Pig. Of course, love to see the wild pig making an appearance. Um, Gordon the Talking Leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> in a in an, a, th- there's a lot of pretty off-color jokes. Yeah. In the, uh, this movie, and, uh, he he definitely has one of them. Um, also, Big Head Studios tour guide, Doctor Bendova, and of course, Crod the Caveman. Ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a scene where Rocco and Heifer and Filbert travel to India. And there's a monkey and an elephant that resemble um, Laszlo and Raj from ah, Camp Laszlo, yeah. uh, which may be on purpose because Joe Murray created that. Uh, Mr. Cloud's ringtone and the opening is the opening theme from the first <laughs> season of the original show. Uh, and then finally, uh, this marks the first time uh, a children's program has has had a transgender character, uh, ah. Ralph, going to Rachel. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. Cool. Uh, Strap observations. Oh, yeah. Plenty of stuff in this one. <laughs> Buckle in. Um, at, at the very beginning beginning of the episode, out in outer space, we see a lot of objects floating around. Yeah. Many of these are from past episodes of Rocco. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, note any of these? Uh, a pencil? A pencil, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like dead fish bone? Like a yeah. fish bones type thing? Is there a can of... Um, there may have been a can. There's uh, some items here that like were very big in other episodes. Oh, nah, I guess I didn't look so. Uh, Rocco's jackhammer. Oh, from the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> competition. Uh, the food processor from the episode where he like fights with the food pro- Like it's like a living thing yeah. in the episode. Um, Pinky the appendix. Uh, the spank the monkey board game. <laughs> Uh, Heifer's Melted G.I. Jimbo. Oh, cool. Uh, Heifer's Toilet Paper Skull. <laughs> uh, bag of Pasture pu- Puppies. And Turdy, the bird. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Um, oh, excuse me. A couple more things. Cho- there's a Choky Chicken Bucket and the uh, Day Glow Watch from the... Oh, yeah. I saw what time watch. is it? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I saw watch. Um... Did you catch the uh, original number Ed had calculated? Oh boy! Uh, before he, he I did catch zero? this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's four hundred three billion five hundred or four hundred three million five hundred sixty-three thousand ninety-six. Yes. Uh, and you know what's weird about this is I googled that just to see, just in case it came up as anything, and the first result for some reason is John Lovett's Twitter account. Whoa. <laughs> It's, I mean, I see the number there, but I can't figure out why it's there or anything. Oh, well, I'm going to try this real fast. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love John Lovitz. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was just yep, such an you, odd... Absolutely. <laughs> oh, why? Um, <laughs> all right, good. Uh, did you catch why... Where, what happened to Filbert's children in the meantime of this episode? Hmm. 
they were lost while being dropped off at the pool. Uh, According to the scroll at the beginning. Oh, boy. Oh, the scroll. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't mention that, but they they kind of do a fake with, like, a Star Wars yeah, scroll. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Um, and just also to note that uh, I think Filbert's kids were... Like, something that messes up the... Future slot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I would agree with that. Uh, when Rocco's back on Earth, uh, he watches some television uh, did you catch any of the shows that are on tv um i know i did yeah the first one didn't have a title yeah. but i gathered that it was supposed to be almost like a honey boo boo like thing yeah or like one of those like john and kate yeah, plus yeah. like type. tons of kids <laughs> yeah yeah um and it was like rabbits yeah bunch of rabbits yeah. uh also bun master bumomatic yes yeah and <laughs> i mean okay <laughs> Um, Ghost Cake. Yeah. So good. And uh, Fat Cats in Tiny Houses. Best one. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I think Ghost Uh, Cake was my favorite. Oh, yeah? Something about that. It's just so dumb. Just the fat cat in the house saying, help, I'm stuck. That is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spunky's chasing after something in the house when they're floating around. Did you catch this? Sure you had to get Maybe, but I just don't remember. It's the uh, green slime ball. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, of course. Uh, well, Conglamo, as they always do, have, um, you know, a slogan on their building. There's two I saw different ones. Oh, I got three. Oh, three? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where are they? We still own you. Yes. We own Squat. Yeah. And finally, we still own you again. Oh, okay. I missed that lesson. <laughs> um... Did you catch Ed's title? It's written on his door uh, to his office. No. Big shot. <laughs> I like that they all call him Mr. B. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see what the profits for Conglamo were before Ed's papers dropped him to zero? Oh, man. No. Doesn't make a lot of sense. The profits were $132,471, which doesn't seem like hmm. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Ed's got a bunch of stuff on his office shelf. Some of these were from oh, older episodes. I paused it and I was like, I don't want to watch it. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I know there's a bowling ball and a bowling pin. Yeah. Uh, was there a bucket? I don't know. No, not a bucket. What, what else? Uh, the notable ones were a half donut from uh, Ralph, the half. Yeah. And the magic meatball. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, well, there's... I'll just start here. The uh, there's a TV banner running a lot when the news is on. Uh, news news uh, chunk. Yeah. Did you cap, cap, hap, happen to catch the scrolls? Yeah, I did catch them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Um. I'll give you the first one. Okay. Uh, really, really big man's nipples enshrined in the nipple hall of fame. Captain uh, compost heap flattened in freak accident. Yeah, we didn't uh, address it, but really. He's- He's at the base of Rocco's house. Yeah. Yeah. Briefly singing and he gets crushed <laughs> yeah. by the house. Yeah. yeah. That was a good cameo. Yeah. Um, mourners recycle tissues at funeral. Yeah. And then uh, recycle song bullets to number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shlamo energy drink under investigation in toxic waste spill responsible for mutated badgers. Um, that wasn't technically a reboot, but the sign said uh, reboot states pedantic jerk on internet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, local man misses important plot point looking for hidden jokes. <laughs> Loved it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Felt very personal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seatbelt and helmet law strictly enforced on all cartoon characters except tomatoes. Yeah. That... Did you get that one? Um, I didn't, but just hearing it now, it does remind me of uh, the skid marks where... There's like they use tomatoes instead of uh, crash test dummies. Uh, I don't know if that's any huh. relation to it, but um, com- and finally, I think Chameleon Brothers given top post in U.S. government <laughs> after being deported. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see briefly? There's a drone flying by when they show the shot of the city, mm-hmm. like from above. Did you catch what the drone says on it? Mm-hmm. NSA. Oh. Uh, did you see what Bev cooked for dinner? Oh, like a fly roast, I guess. Yeah, like, like a, a giant <laughs> fly roast, yeah. Um, there's a couple ads outside of the O store. One for the O watch and one for the O nose. Did you catch these? Yeah. I mean, I saw them. Did you catch the, uh, like... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. The O watch was look like a tool. Oh yeah, and yeah. the uh, nose is smell like a smell like the future. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, did you catch? Did you catch the two videos uh, Spunky is watching on OTube? Man, no. Uh, Ten hours of mops, which has two views, <laughs> <laughs> and then Drone Orama, which has five million views. Uh, um, there's a couple things inside Rocco's fridge when Bev goes in there. Besides the. Bugs camping out by yeah. a fireside. One more thing. Uh, nah, I can't remember. The jar of mayo. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, what does uh, Ralph's or Rachel's uh, ice cream truck say? Eat this. Well, may, I might on the back, <laughs> but on the side it says eat fat head pops. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. There's some shops in O-Town that we see briefly when Ed is driving home. Yeah. If you could get any of these. Uh, oh, I saw one that was like, um... No, I don't want to guess that. That's not what I listen to. <laughs> uh, overpriced plungers. Yeah. Clown bar and artisan plungers. Artisan plungers, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Choky Chicken, which we see in the background briefly, uh, has some new options. Uh, Do you happen to see what no. they uh, vegan, non-GMO, free-range, and organic. Mm. Uh, while we're on the Choky Chicken wagon, um, there's something different about the Choky Chicken uh, mascot. You notice? No. He's thin now instead of uh, big and thin. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, there's briefly there's an old lady walking across the street. Yeah. Uh, did you do you know what episode she's in besides this? Hmm. No. Uh, it's the Belch contest one where they're Huffer and Filbert are uh, oh, weasel scouts. Yeah. Okay. I they're like helping that. her cross the street a couple times. Cool. Uh, well, someone drops off something at Rocco's house, a, a van. Did you happen to catch what the van is? Man, no. It's uh, impulseoshop.com. <laughs> And the tagline is, things you don't need delivered fast. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a couple characters cleaning out Dupet's office when 
conglomerates going out of business. Did you know who these were? No, I didn't even look. It's the Garbage Rats. Oh, <laughs> great touch. Great touch. Yeah. Um, did you happen to catch on the Fatheads VHS tape how many episodes? Oh, three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked thinking about that, them watching those three episodes forever. Yeah, 20 years. Um, did you catch all the places where the gang goes to look for Ralph before they crash? Uh, Egypt? Yeah. Uh, France? No. That was oh, on one postcards. of the postcards, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, were they in China or India? They were in... Uh, by the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, yeah, India. Um, no, where else? Uh, Roswell. Oh, love that sequence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the North Pole, where they see the elves. Oh, the elves, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the... A circus tent, seemingly, where they're talking to a sad, crying clown in an iron lung. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Which is maybe, like, the weirdest joke to me of the entire series. Do you uh, recall this coming up in an earlier yes, episode? Yes, but I don't remember the episode. It's when Rocco gets the credit card and he's shopping and he sees the picture yeah, of it. Yeah, wow, weird. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a play. They're on a lake. It might be Leaky Lake from oh. uh, Camp Lazo. Okay. Uh, Germany, Russia... A Japanese fish market. Yeah. And Napoleon's tomb. Napoleon, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's probably France. No, yeah, definitely. (laughs) At the premiere, Heifer and Filbert and some of the audience members have some uh, things that they're wearing. Did you? Oh, no. It's Mrs. Fathead's shower cap. Oh, yeah. And they're, of course, carrying, uh, what do you call them? Um, Parking meters. Oh. That they, like, hit each other with. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so far, this uh, has a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, but interesting, uh, I didn't do TV.com, I did Rotten Tomatoes, since this is a movie, uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Not a ton of reviews, I think it's yeah. only at like 11 or 12, but, yeah. uh, and then the audience score so far is 75%, oh. um, so s- somewhere between 75 and 100 seems to be the consensus. Yeah, so pretty out good. Of, yeah, yeah. So out of five Krebs stars, what did you give Static Cling? Um, well, I had a lot of, I, I was really going back and forth between two numbers, but I am going to finally give it a four and a half out of okay. five. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of it, especially the second viewing. Like, I guess the first time I missed a lot, just a lot of the transitions and stuff. It was moving so fast, but yeah. the second time, like giving myself a little room on it, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I think there were some parts that were a little... Week, I think it actually like got better as it went along. Yeah, like the first section, maybe being when they're out in space, still being like the weakest to like reintroduce the characters. But there was like some slapstick stuff that just didn't land. I didn't think, yeah. um, that part just didn't do it that did, didn't do that much for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, ju- I also didn't love the energy drinks and Starbucks jokes. Um, mm. I mean, I, like, they're fine, but yeah. I just felt like they were a little bit dated, maybe. Like, some other things have done them before. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I mentioned Ralph and showing up out of nowhere in the desert. I didn't love, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong on that one. I guess. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I, uh, and I just want to note, like, that intro that they used as the... Um, 
promo, kind of, like, even though, like, I almost didn't like something about it, that it was the promo, like, it almost felt like it was made separately, like, as the pitch or something for this, Yeah. but they fit it in so well that I liked that, and I liked what happened in it itself, it was just a weird thing, so... Anyway, I, I really loved a lot about the episode, too. Um, Spunky and the Mops, like, coming back up. I thought that was yeah. interesting that they went that far. Um, I loved... Maybe my favorite moment in the episode is Mr. Big Head laying on the horn when uh, Rocco and Filbert are talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just has that, like, straight Mr. Big Head face, like, yes. come on. <laughs> Enough. That's when Filbert uh, has his he's like started webcamming yeah right yeah uh which i should shout out um we did a write an episode rocco's modern life last year with candace yeah and her episode which i think was called o-town goes viral yeah uh had a eerily a lot in common <laughs> with this episode so if you haven't listened to that I mean, the story her her episode's great anyway yeah, so um you go back and check yeah. out that yeah um, just a few more things I like about this episode, uh, or this special, is uh, Grandpa's Ghost. I loved lo- it. really loved yes. that. Uh, <laughs> Great incorporation. Yeah. He, uh, at one point, possesses a lawn gnome and is running around. I just thought yeah. that was kind of funny. And he's kind of the definitive voice on Change is Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we mentioned the Chameleon Brothers, horrible CGI fatheads. Just a it. good, just a good so, touch. Yeah, so um, and uh, just a couple lines that I loved from this. Uh, Grandpa at the end saying, change is still caca. <laughs> and uh, and the very end, the news reporter giving credit to Mr. Big, really, really big man. Yeah. She's like, let's talk to the man who made it all happen. Really, really big man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I just, I think they nailed it with like a lot of the details. Yeah. Um, they really seem to like care about making this and uh and if kind of the progression of it is any indication i hope they make more because i just felt like it really started to tighten up toward the end and i was like they seem like they could get into a groove definitely agree uh i hope they're not done um well i'm I'm with you i gave it a four and a half i was very close to giving it a five um but i think there are just like a few parts that felt like mm, um i don't want to even say off just uh, not as thoughtful as the yeah. rest. Like I think the second, pretty much to me, once they're in the desert on out, I think is like five. It's perfect. But I, I agree that like even the like segment in space felt. I wish they would have just gotten to Earth faster yeah. somehow. Or, um, but I loved it. I mean, I thought like it's it reminds you of like how thoughtful Rocco can be. I think Rocco sometimes gets lumped into this like just zany wacky filbert heifer so crazy but actually it's it was always a commentary on something usually consumerism or uh capitalism um and then so i thought this was like very delicate about finding a new way to like give commentary on modern times um and as i was saying before like making kind of a definitive statement about nostalgia culture both like simultaneously like in reverence of it saying like it's not a bad thing, but also like rejecting it a little bit yeah. and saying like too much of it and you're just going to get lost. Like, yeah. like kind of what you said that, uh, no matter how passionate, like we love Rocco, but 
even if that movie stunk, like when we were done watching it, our reaction would have been like, oh, that's too bad. You yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and life would have just moved on. Uh, so, like, getting too caught up in all this stuff is, um, you know, be weary of it. Yeah, yeah. And I like that message. So, uh, yeah. I thought, I actually look forward to, I, the reason I gave it a, a five is because the second time I watched it, I dramatically liked it better. Yeah. And when I was done, I was like, boy, I wish there was more Rocco to watch. New Rocco. Yeah. And... Even if there's not, I'll watch this again. Like, so totally. Um, um, after watching this, I think like my immediate thought was like, of course, this wasn't on Nickelodeon. I mean, I'm surprised they even allowed it to be made. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, so much stuff was like so kind of uh, risque. Yes. Uh, jokes. Yes. That I was just like, man, they really like. I loved that they were able to still pull that off, like that feel that Rocco used to have. Like, yes, very similar to that. Um, and uh, which I think only goes to show that, like, a lot of the jokes they were making, I think they still would have made on the '90s version. But where television has come, it almost feels like, oh no, they can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they did. Yeah, and it, here it is again. Yeah. Um, it really makes me like lament uh, the current state of Nickelodeon because I feel sure. like in a certain in another world this would have been on Nickelodeon it would have done really well and they would have maybe had like their own version of Adult Swim or something yeah. on the station which I think would be perfect a perfect fit yeah but I'm not they that just, optimistic. <laughs> no, they just don't seem to care about this stuff. Mm, no, they. Well, I think they care about it in terms of making money off of it. Yeah, uh, which I am a participant in. Even uh, that though, it's like they don't seem to be exploiting it enough. No, that's no, what yeah. they want. You know? Give us Pete and Pete season three <laughs> and formally release your shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely. But I feel like it's a blessing that uh, Netflix found it and took it because it can really only lead to two things the first which we already got which is the movie and that's great because that's what we've been waiting for but two if it's like good enough it could lead to maybe not even even if it's not a future of Rocco like maybe Joe Murray does more um so to me it's just a total positive Netflix is probably where Rocco belongs uh as well I mean Zim is coming up so um yeah it's a good thing it's great it's good just very pleased. Time to leave Nickelodeon behind, modern Nickelodeon <laughs> behind and uh, look look to yeah. the future, as Rocco <laughs> intends. Uh, do you want to name the episode? Or name oh, the movie? Did. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two different ones, and I feel... <laughs> mm, I feel weird about both of them a little, for different reasons. Um... Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go with the goofier one. Rocco to the future. Okay. Okay. Rocco to the yeah. future. I like it. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I also have two. Um, I'm going to go with um, Winds of Change. Oh, yeah, that's very good. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Winds of Change. Yeah, I like that. Um, for the people out there, what was... Your second one. Uh, it was Future's Past, oh, um, Future's which I liked, but I what I don't like about it is that it was... Uh, X-Men? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah uh, you don't want to invoke X-Men yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, but Rocco's first one is 
Rocco to the future. Rocco to the future. <laughs> uh, mine's Winds of Change. My second one, which I really like, but uh, I don't know. Uh, it was Transition. Oh. Which uh, yeah. mainly was Ralph or Rachel's storyline, but I thought represented yeah. the whole idea. Definitely fits the episode. That, yeah, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, uh, Rocco to the future. Winds of Change. We'll post that. Just to comment on the current name, Static Cling. Yeah. Uh, I, I've i been back and forth on it, but now I like it. I oh, think. I love it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I am clinging pro. to that. Like, it's, I just didn't quite um, get it, I guess, at first. Me uh, neither. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it definitely took me some time to think about it, but uh, it's almost... Uh, too good yeah it's, yeah. it's, like, it's uh, whoever thought of it it's, it's just great yeah um yeah very good um by the way uh i i mentioned an interview with joe murray i, I want to make sure i give credit uh, so there's a podcast called saturday morning cartoons so they give they give a kind of a brief summary of the movie and then they talk to joe for 10 15 minutes um, so if you want to listen to that interview, definitely uh, Saturday Morning Cartoons is what that called. And we were also listening to uh, a podcast called Couch Potato Salad, which is just a guy talking. There's no there's no frill. Um, but he he definitely loves he de- you could tell he definitely loves just like sharing his thoughts. And so uh, it's just quirky, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's quirky. So Couch Potato Salad, if you want to and hear another review. Just great name. One of my favorite names of anything ever, I think. <laughs> it's a very good podcast name, Couch Potato Salad. Um, okay, before we wrap up, we do have a letter. Someone wrote us about their thoughts on Static Cling, so let's check that out. And we still have about 500 letters we haven't read. But uh, our buddy Justin wrote us yeah. about Static Cling. He said, just a, uh, just a few quick thoughts. I thought that this was very well done as far as staying true to the feel of Rocco. I liked the length as it just felt a, like a longer episode and the pacing was great in my opinion. There were a lot of great callbacks to the series and I thought they did a great job at, in, at incorporating the modern times into O-Town. My biggest laugh might have been the O-Phone 8, 9, 10 bit. I was surprised they included gender identity into the show but I feel it was done tastefully and did remind me of that 90s Nick feel of slightly pushing the envelope with more mature topics in a kid's show. I give it three and a half crep stars. It was done well and enjoyable, but I think there are stronger episodes of Rocco. Huh. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, it probably wouldn't be my favorite of the whole series, yeah. um, but still really good. And he uh, does make a good point. Like, the length was, did feel pretty good, um, which is weird because... Like, the older episodes, when they did, like, the half-hour episodes, it's just... It was tougher. Like, yes. they were just... They just felt less complete. Yeah, I So this was... I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Um, well, it, it, it's here and gone yeah. now. Uh, set of cling. <laughs> I have to... Hopefully, more more is on the way. Yeah. Hopefully, Netflix sees people are watching and... Uh, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That would be ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to continue on with some old school Nick. Uh, what yeah. are we doing next episode? Uh, next time we're going to talk about a show we haven't gotten to really yet. Uh, yeah, it's, not for real. Not for real. Yeah. Chris, Chris has sang its praises, but, yeah. uh, no, our first formal review. We're going to be talking Welcome Freshman, 
The People vs. Walter, <laughs> uh, which I think is promising. Yeah, neither of us have seen it. No. Uh, we did a brief scan of episodes, which are very hard to, like, there's no good summaries out there. Uh, but uh, we like the sound of this yeah. one. Yeah. I did uh, go over technology. Did we talk about Chris? We talked about Chris that brought that up for his um, impossible episode ah, technology. Uh, yeah. um, and I did watch that. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, it was watchable. Yeah. That's kind of how you could just, well, I don't, I don't want to say too much. Maybe it'll be great. I think it might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So welcome freshmen uh, next week. Uh, so that'd be great. But in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC podcast. We're on Instagram at orange couch podcast. You can email us like Justin did at uh, orange couch podcast, gmail.com. And uh, you can hear us on Podbean and iTunes, leave a review, tell a friend. Those are all great ways to uh, help us out. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, we hope you'll be back next time. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go to my brother And I say, brother, help me please But he winds up knocking me I think I missed that one. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs>